Hey Coconuts, welcome back to another episode of Weekly Market Updates where we scour the net to find worthy financial news for you. Three stories this week. Well, firstly, number one, I am back from my vacation, so very happy to be here and spending that time recording with, with Anthony and for you guys to listen as well. Thank you so much for listening in. All right, three stories. Disney, we're going to talk a little bit about the new CEO jumping on. New old CEO? Somewhere around that. Lah. We'll, we'll, we'll dissect that all for you what's happening there and so on is there a strategy change that's a big question next tesla it's been skyrocketing nope complete opposite it's been plummeting a full tsunami is happening with tesla dropping 40 percent over the last three months let's dissect that and see if it is an investable opportunity now and last but not least well i'm learning more about crypto hopefully you guys are as well as the contagion starts to continue and we learn a bit more about ftx and gemini earn all right, let's get to it. Hey, Coconuts, welcome back to another weekly market updates with me, Rakesh. And Anthony. Yeah, just two yeah, of us. Yeah, just no. two of us again, back. The dynamic duo once again. Nice, nice, nice. How was the How was the last week, man? Was it all right for you? Yeah, it's good, good. Um, Quite quite different being the 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 one doing the hosting but oh well you know um it's it's good to let reggie talk and then time just passes right i think i think we actually went longer than than normal so you know hi reggie um, always welcome you know soon <laughs> in small doses in small doses <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, I think I think last week we were saying, oh yeah next week we should come and talk about china again then we, we just forgot to ask him <laughs> You know, um, yeah, it, it, it's all right. Um, you know, and actually, we should have asked him because this week I think was a relatively slow week. Like, yes, like it's I'm all about, about FTX. It's all about crypto. It's all about test. Uh, sorry, Twitter. Yes. You know, and nothing yes. much else seems to be happening. Mm. Um, I, from what I understand, uh, coconuts as well is that it's Thanksgiving week, so oh yeah, it's it, it, uh, fairly. So ne- Fairly slow. Okay, for the US. so next week, Reggie, China, just because US is closed Thursday, Friday this week, <laughs> right? So confirm yes, no yes. news. Co- correct, correct, correct. <laughs> <laughs> Done. 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 Well, it's it's good to be back, coconuts. Maybe what we can do here, we'll run you through as usual our stories for today. All right, we're gonna touch first things first with Disney. Right, they had a little bit of news. If you saw the new CEO, we want to take you through that. Then we're going to touch a little bit on Tesla, right? Uh, as they continue their spiral downwards, finally. Um, and whether it, it should we go in now or not, right? That's that's a big yes. question we want to ask. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Don't give away the ending. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we're not Disney, you know. It's fine. No, no need spoiler. Yeah. They'll, they'll know in 15 minutes. True, true. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, last but not least, we want to touch on crypto. The contagion continues, and and we're going to take you through that as well. I just learned about my Gemini wallet as well, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, that's a bit of a pain right now. So we'll wait and see whether we can uh, I can withdraw. <laughs> All right, but, uh, yeah, I, I won't spoil it for you. You'll find out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Anthony, take us away. What's happening with Disney? All right, Disney, right? So, so they've been having a, a bit of a Game of Thrones over there. Uh, I, I know it's the wrong network <laughs> okay. and, and the wrong streamer, but you know, so so be it. <laughs> um, yeah. So what what happened? They they I think they they had a CEO appointed two years back, um, Bob Shapek, 
who replaced this guy mm. called Bob Iger, so, so the two Bobs. And, you know, mm. yesterday or two days ago, Bob Shapek essentially got fired and replaced with Bob Iger. So so the old CEO came back. Um, the new CEO got mm. fired. And the, they announced the news and the stock rose like, oh, sorry, this happened on Sunday night, right? Here, imagine you get fired on a Sunday night. You're, you're like Elon Musk <laughs> level there. <laughs> <laughs> they can't wait to tell you the news on Monday morning. Um, and then, yeah, the, the, the stock went up. 10% came down a bit over the course of the day. But, you know, I guess that kind of shows that the market reaction to how liked or, or disliked the, the old boss. Sorry. Old CEO the, was. The, 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 yeah. No, both are old CEOs, I guess. The, the newer old CEO was and, the old, and how well liked okay. the older old CEO was. Right? <laughs> got it. But, I mean, take me through some of this, right? And I'm sure you've got, got some, some news and all this. But he's been doing okay, would you say? Uh, I, I don't know, actually. So, I, I mean, ju- just a bit of history, right? I mean, in 2019, 2020, um, 2020, actually, uh, Bob Eager was the one. That, so, the old, old CEO was the one who announced this big push to streaming. The reinstated right? CEO. Right. Yeah, okay. the reinstated. Okay, reinstated <laughs> CEO. Let's, let's use that going forward. Right. The, um, and the fired CEO for the one who got fired. Yeah. So, so the reinstated <laughs> CEO was the one who, you know, led the push to streaming, right? Um, or mm. He was the one who chose the fired CEO as his successor. Um, the other guy actually left and went to like Bain or McKinsey or something like that as their CEO. Um, so, so mm. you know, like he kind of set the direction two years back. It, it was executing kind of a, along his direction or you know, a much bigger focus on streaming, uh, a much lower focus on like theatrical releases and all of that, you know, with, with a, yeah, so, so they, they kind of saw or their strategic direction at the time was to see the future, streaming as the future, right? And in their last earnings, I think a week or two back, which we didn't manage to cover because too many earnings at that time, you know, um, streaming mm. was good in terms of revenue growth. Uh, sorry, in terms of revenue growth, in terms of subscriber growth was great. But because they had been spending so much on content, and they, they ended up losing like one and a half bill, right? Which it's, it's not too Ooh. bad in the bigger scheme of things, but... And then they spent thirty billion on content, right? That is crazy. So, so losing one point five billion, uh, maybe not too bad. Um, I think what what kind of hurt him were were two things. The fired CEO were two things. One is that you know, because they they were doing so much of streaming, they they had their linear traditional cable TV business, right, with ESPN and all that. That that's actually fall, fallen kind of off the cliff. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I think that the fired CEO just wasn't a very well liked person internally. And that's why I say it's a game of thrones, right? It's, it's literally political. They didn't like him. Um, they managed yeah. to get enough support from the board. They fired him, and they brought the old guy who they like better. Back. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Of course, I mean the 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 fired CEO had to navigate through all this COVID stuff and resurgence yeah. and, and all of that with with Disney Plus. So no, and, and I thought the fired CEO did did a decent job, right? Because he he wasn't a streamer. Um, like he he wasn't even like favorably thought of as the CEO when when they were both you know playing Hunger Games with the other guy to to get the position. <laughs> he, he was I he was uh, he was a parks guy, right? So he was the guy who kind of led the the parks division and all that. So. I thought he did quite well to to get streaming where it was for for, for somebody who was relatively new to that business. Um, of course, he had like you know, good lieutenants and all that. But yeah, so you know, it's it's a bit weird. But you know, and and actually, I mean, he he's been unpopular for a while, right? So there there have been rumors going around him and and his firing for for quite a bit as well. And you know, I think what 
came out earlier this year was that because his term of SEO was up for renewal, the board actually chose to mm. renew him. So, so if they didn't like him then, you know, or they kind of should have fired him then. Like they, they renewed him, right. they gave him a pay raise, they gave him like, you know, more stock options. And then now they have to pay more to get rid of him. It's, it's like yes. social, you know, he was a temporary <laughs> manager. Then you make him permanent manager. Then you fire him. Of course, so you pay him more. Out uh, of yeah. all the people you chose, so <laughs> you could have said Mourinho, right? Second year signed contract that you're fired. So <laughs> well, so social was temporary and permanent. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> got it, got it. Um, yeah, I think okay, so I guess moving on from all this drama and, and Game of Thrones, what does this mean? What does this mean for 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 Disney moving forward, given that Bob Eager or, or the reinstated CEO is very much into streaming and all? How do you see yeah. that? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think he he's kind uh, so so the official line is you know he he's kind of come in to um, set the strategic direction and and to choose his new successor. I mean that kind of sounds familiar because he just did that two years ago. But you know, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, so that I was mean, a he, canned response. They didn't pay a, a PR agency and decided to just reuse oh, the script, oh. <laughs> or, or maybe they just want to kind of have a new strategic direction. And, well, he, he's yeah. bound to have learned from his own mistakes, right? <laughs> so, you know, maybe okay. that, that's the way it goes. I, I don't know. I mean, look, he, he was CEO for like 15 years, um, you know, and mm. really one of the most well-respected media CEOs out there. So, you know, he, he's, well, he's not Satya, but you know, he, he was doing a good job, <laughs> right? So, you know, not not a bad thing to have him back. Mm. I, I would say not maybe not a bad thing to to have him set a direction again. So so yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, and and it really comes back to you know if you are a Disney shareholder, what your thesis of it is, right? Is it that you know they will always have a strong parks business and streaming is you know that a cherry on top, which, which kind of boosts their margins and all that. Which yeah. in which case, if they are going to stop focusing on streaming, you might be a little bit worried. Or or do you think, well, you know, I just want a stable cash flowing business that pays you know, steady dividends every year, right? And, and if that's the case, you know, and, and Disney really does stop focusing as much on streaming, tries to return a bit more cash to shareholders, try to boost a bit more free cash flow and monetize ESPN and all that, then then yeah, that, that might be the stock for you, right? So, so I think if you're a current shareholder, it's time to actually pay attention to the news because what mm. they change and, and what they... And I mean, they, they are relatively good at executing. So, so what they say they'll do, you know, I, I think can kind of set the tone for what you can expect the, the company to be like. And, and then you have to kind of see, well, is that in line with, you know, the thesis and, and your valuation and all of that. Right. So uh, just take this back and not try. He was the one that wanted to start streaming. Correct? Yeah. The reinstated CEO. Yes. So by putting him back, do you, and, and then of course, you know, the, the fired CEO got, um, came in and is more a parks guy, less a streaming guy. So by that knowledge, if this reinstated CEO comes in, wouldn't that mean that the strategic direction is to focus a bit more on streaming and content and and stuff like that? Um, or probably not, because the like a lot of the the media is just saying the fired CEO was fired because he placed too much focus on streaming. So mm. he he was a parks guy, yes, but you know he he kind of took his mentor, I guess, no longer his mentor now because got fired by him but you know um, he kind of took the the reinstated ceo's vision to heart and say yeah no you, you're right vision um streaming is the future 
we, we need to make sure mm. if we are not number one, at least we are number two because it's going to be an oligopolistic market. So, you know, it's time to invest, right? And, and he invested. And the criticism now is, well, he overinvested. Mm. <laughs> and, and of course, you know, um, he, apparently he, he kind of changed the structure and, and the creative people were really unhappy with him because they had to report, okay. you know, to, to a central person for budgeting and all of that, which kind of sounds like good corporate practice. I mean, Obviously, who wants a budget? Yeah, right? but it kind of sounds like you know good corporate practice to me. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know, right? We'll see. Mm. Got it. So, in other words, as is a quick roundup here, is the old guys back? We've got yeah. Sir Alex Ferguson back in the seat, um, <laughs> and now we'll wait to now we will wait for him to pick a new successor. But we'll see what he's gonna do. I, I don't know, right? Maybe it's like you know Fergie choosing Moyes, then coming back, then choosing Sosha. So it's not guaranteed that it's going to be a good thing. <laughs> wow, all these football analogies. Why? Because World Cup, is it? <laughs> hey, no, no, sorry. I was on a Singapore football podcast last week. Yeah. We should link it. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk, talking about right. like, you know, talking about Forest Lee and, and how the drop in the share price of C could affect Lion City sailors. All right, 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 right. Cool. Nice. Yeah, definitely we should drop that in. Um, all right, cool. Let's move on to our next story. And that story is in the fact that Saudi Arabia just beat Argentina. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for our second story, I want to bring up Tesla. Yes. All right. Fun, fun topic right. as usual. Same still Elon Musk, just slightly different. Still, yeah. <laughs> same, same, but, but different. Same, same. Um, so what, what's happened with Tesla, right? Last few months it's been spiraling downwards right yep. somewhere around 40 percent over the last three months it's coming at 168 a stock right now and from what i was reading obviously all of us are surprised by this drop from what i was reading there were a few reasons behind it anthony i'd love to hear from you on really? what you, you were surprised of course the end result here <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not surprised at all <laughs> well well and, and one of it could be the fact that he was split focused, right? So like all of this yeah, nonsense yeah. was happening while he was fighting Twitter, while he was doing all the other things. It was actually one of the reasons that we, that, that I was reading, right? One of it is the fact that he has to spend more mind, more time with Twitter. Uh, therefore, you know, can't really concentrate on Tesla and, and the rest. The other one, of course, is the fact that he's had to sell a bunch load of, of stocks in order to fund his Twitter purchase. <laughs> That one, obviously, which, which creates that, that pressure. Number three was the fact that, well, he had to recall 300,000 Tesla cars in the US because mm -hmm. of a faulty taillight. That's a lot um, of So I think that one is, is a factor as well. And, <laughs> and, and last but not least, the other reason that I was reading was the fact of, well, lately with all this China issues and the COVID deaths that happen over Beijing, they're starting to lock down. And... It, from what I was reading, that we have fears, or there are fears that his plant in Shanghai could be affected, and that has a big, big impact on his revenue, right? Mm -hmm. On on developing the cars and so on and so forth. If that area goes into lockdown, so those are the reasons that apparently um, I was reading that that kind of makes sense, doesn't it, Anthony? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. I'm, I'm just wondering: Are we stopping at four? Um, are we running out of time? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, look, right? It's it it's come down what sixty, four, fifty, sixty plus percent over the course of the year. You know, it's it's that 
mm. kind of means that it's traded like I don't know, just a bit worse than Meta. Um, you know, some somehow slightly under the mm. radar, but slightly worse than Meta. So you know, it's it's also not doing super well. But I, I think you know, there's a, a lot of this really comes down to and a lot of investing in Tesla and whether you're believing it's it's undervalued or overvalued. It isn't about like PE ratios and and stuff, right? It's it's about what you think about Elon Musk, mm. you know, and whether you really think he is that visionary that unites um everything under the Tesla roof, um, including Solar City, including all the battery, you know, ventures that they have and all that. And and in and this is all in addition to making Tesla the largest EV manufacturer in the world. Right. So so it's not just that he'll be the largest EV mm-hmm. manufacturer in the world. When the world has shifted to EVs, it's also all the other things about solar powers and batteries and um all that that kind that you kind of have to believe will happen to kind of believe this valuation you know so i, I think that's the, the key here and and if you're, you're like me you're not and look i mean elon Musk is really successful right um i, I don't really like the way he does things i think he, he's kind of like a, a bit of a bully and a tyrant but you know you you can't he's ruthless like, he's ruthless I mean that that's a really nice way of putting it, right? Um, I mean he's just a bit of an asshole. <laughs> that, that's how I say it. Um, right? But that's so successful. So so good for him, right? Um, and and I think that that's kind of it. So so my view is, look, he he may very well succeed. Um, do I want to support him in in getting to that success? Probably not. So so for the reason, yeah, I'm I'm just never a big fan of, of being a, a Tesla shareholder, I would say. But but if you do want a, a deeper dive, I think we just had one on the TFC stock geek out or, or whatever we call that that part of the show now um earlier this month. So mm. you know go check it out. Yes. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And I think just to put a, a figure into the impact of the Tesla vehicles recalled. Anthony you had a figure yep. for us on how many cars they sold? Yeah, so quarter? I think how many was they, that? they they recalled three hundred k cars in I think they, they recalled three hundred k cars. Yeah. I, it shouldn't just be a US; it should be quite wide. Um, but you know they they actually delivered only three hundred and forty thousand cars last quarter. So so essentially they've recalled one quarter's worth mm. of deliveries. Um, just just to fix this issue. I mean, it's it's probably not you know too problematic an issue in the long run. It, it's just additional cost, right? And for a company that isn't yeah. super profitable, you know, uh, these things add up. Especially if your, your founders are kind of short of cash, you can't really raise funds and you, and you still really, really want to invest for growth. Yeah. Right? It's just bad timing. Gotcha. And, and so, what, so, yeah, exactly. It's timing, but in the longer run, it could be a bit better. As of now, it's quite a low valuation, 168. Do you think it's an it's a okay time to go in? It's a decent time to go in? Should we wait to see? Take, put your principles aside, Anthony. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 it's one of the few principles I have. Let me have it. <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> um, I, I would say, look, uh, low can go lower, right? You you just kind of have to be... And look, I mean, Tesla, for, for what it's worth, is a really successful EV brand. You know, they, they really have mindshare, they, they could really become the market leader in EVs and there is this, you know, trend towards EVs rather than, you know, com- conventional vehicles or hybrids or what have you, right? So all, mm. all that's fair, you know, and, and I think all that's great. Um, but 
does this mean that Tesla really... Okay, so two questions, right? Is Are we really going to be an EV only or EV majority world? I think we are not there yet. And I don't know if we have the infrastructure to be there. That's one. Um, two is, you know, even in that world, is Tesla really the market leader, right? And in terms yeah. of you know, number of cars on the road, sales, whatever, because that, that future is 10, 15 years down the line, right? A lot of things can change in, in 10, 15 years in, in terms of mm-hmm. market players and all that. And I mean, they, they've had a head start, yes, but, you know, even if you look at the latest quarter and, and we covered this a month or two back, they, they are no longer even the a manufacturer that delivers the most cars a quarter, right? That, that's BYD, that, that BYD. Them by like 80,000 80, or something like that. And, you know, more and more competition is coming. They, they, they haven't launched a Cybertruck. Ford has together with Rivian and, and all of that. You know, um, where, where you know, all your traditional combustion vehicle manufacturers are hopping on the EV train and doing really well. It, it's no longer as clear-cut mm. that, you know, Tesla is the best EV pound for pound out there. I mean, it's just a brand cut shit, but it's, you know, I mean, outside of that, in terms of just specs and all that, it's not necessarily the best car anymore or even necessarily the most value for money. So, you know, mm. in, in this kind of market, in this kind of competition, how certain can you be that they will be the winner? Right. And, and maybe even fully focus in on Musk. Oh, sure. He, he can definitely be the winner. <laughs> right. But, but he, he's not always there. He, he's at Twitter, you know, making people do code reviews at, at 1 a.m. On, <laughs> on Sunday morning. Um, and and he's also fighting Starlink. Fly now. down to the office. Yeah. yeah. And he's also fighting Starlink. And he has the boring <laughs> company, which is boring. So nobody talks about it. You know, <laughs> so, so, so that, that, there's so, so many things he has on his plate. Right. And, and of course, he has his divorces and his wives and his affairs and, you know, scandals and all of that. So how, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, you know, and, and that's, that's kind of the fear. Right. I mean, you, you saw Twitter and Square with Jack Dorsey and, and Jack Dorsey kind of getting slammed for it over and over again. You know, we've seen that it's difficult to to be a CEO that that, that runs an MNC. It kind of takes up all your attention. And, you know, Elon Musk is great. Maybe, yes, but is he like, you know, three, four times better than all these other, you know, great CEOs out there, right? Such that he can do this where everybody, literally everybody else in the world has failed. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a good point forward. And I think a good ending, right? So uh, at the same time, if you take a look at it, it's really up to you. To, to decide whether this is a good time. If you are a Tesla shareholder and you've purchased higher, do you think it will go back up? Do you want to cut losses? I would, I mean, personally, I would suggest, you know, wait and see. I think it will, it will rebound back. But I, I do believe the fact that the competition is really coming in really, really strong, right? BYD, which is already China made, which is one of Tesla's big, big markets in China. And Chinese obviously would prefer to go with, with the China brand. How would that take the next two to three years, four years, five years? Those are some questions I'll be I'll be posing forward. Yeah, it's 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 a tough one, right? Like like you can see them succeeding. It's, it's just a, a long shot. And if they succeed, given their valuation now, how much do you really gain mm. out of it, right? I think that that's the question, and mm. I don't know the answer to that. If I did, I I wouldn't be telling you anyway. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Thanks for that, Anthony. Let's move on to our last topic crypto and my Gemini wallet. Yep. What's happening there? Yes. yes. 
<laughs> you're, you're Gemini wallet, indeed. Um, no, sorry, not Gemini. Gemini earned, right? So, Gemini you know, um, I mean, FTX, we, we covered last week. We, we kind of speculated a bit on, on what's going on um, and, and what will happen. And, and Reggie speculated a bit more on, on his podcast episode on Friday on, on what would happen. But, you know, what, what has actually happened in the last week was a, another big group ran into trouble. Right, so so is is this group called Digital Currency Group? Um, they were the sponsor, and I think they are the larger shareholder in the, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, which was the first mm. kind of like exchange traded tr- trust that you could trade, you know, on on a regulated exchange in, instead of buying Bitcoin spot. Um, they they also own, I think, most if not all of Genesis Trading, which originated like fifty billion of loans in crypto last year. And and had like two point eight billion wow. of active loans in in third quarter twenty twenty two, so they've kind of gone into trouble, which is where your Gemini wallet comes in. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Genesis Trading was like the the largest crypto lending operation pretty much globally. They they provided liquidity to everybody, and due to FTX and maybe everybody was just a bit afraid and everybody was trying to withdraw money. They, they ran into some liquidity issues and said, yep, you know, we, we are no longer processing withdrawals. We are stopping, right? And and where Gemini mm-hmm. comes in is Gemini actually partnered with Genesis Trading to 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 let you use the, the Gemini Earn product, which is essentially you gem- lending your um, coins to Gemini. Uh, sorry, yeah, you lending your coins to Gemini, Gemini lending it to Genesis, and Genesis lending it to some unknown person, right? The unknown person pays mm. interest um on on that loan, and everybody takes a cut before it goes back to you. So so that was kind of how it worked. Um, Gemini partnered with Genesis. Genesis stopped um withdrawals. That means that Gen- Gemini definitely. couldn't do any withdrawals um from Gemini Earn, and you know that that that's it. <laughs> um, you're you're stuck until they they find a way to fix their liquidity hole. Right. Um. So. So that's Lovely. Genesis and Gemini. What, yeah. What a really good fairy tale ending there, Anthony. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, it, it, it it's it's a story that's being written, right? So, they, I mean, they they are out looking for a rescue funding. Apparently, it's only like a billion or so. So, I mean, right. Nine months ago, you have said, ah, easy, right? You you close one eye, I'll raise yeah. two billion. Um. Now it's it's maybe a bit challenging. Um, in in the current mm. scenario, and and with so many crypto people already kind of going down, down the shoots, like who, who would dare throw money at, at this, right? Like imagine you're you're like Tomasic, <laughs> you you just got flagged for like two two hundred mil loss. You know, James Lim is trying to raise uh, <laughs> questions in in Parliament, and they go, actually, you know what? I'll spend another million to to save um to to save Genesis, Genesis. because um blockchain <laughs> solves it, right? Um, so so you know, like like. How how certain of a return do you have to be in this environment to to invest more in crypto unless you're buying at super super cheap prices or like you're essentially buying one using one billion to spend to buy fifty billion of assets in normal market conditions maybe right then then that works but mm. if it's like one billion to buy one point five billion then then nobody cares right? and, and who so so yeah that that's going to be the the difficulty here wow so I gotta wait for my money lah. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. I mean, look, I, I had money in FTX before it went under, right? So at least you have a shot of yeah. getting your money back. Um, mine is just gone. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's not super huge amounts of money, but yeah, still, still be happy. And I got paid for a few etiquettes, uh, which are bloody right. expensive now. <laughs> oh man, don't get me started on that, please. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So so what's next on, on on the crypto side, right? Obviously, all of these things are happening, contagion happening. Yeah. Um, what do you think is going to happen over the next two to three months? This volatility and so on. I don't know. I mean, if if I knew again, I I would be a millionaire. I wouldn't tell you. Um, you wouldn't be so, telling me. <laughs> yeah. So so no, I I think the answer is I I don't know. I I think what is quite clear is that you know there is just a lack of liquidity, right? And and I mean I, I was kind of surprised, right? You you see all this bad news, you know, coming out last week, two weeks ago, and I was kind of saying, oh yeah, you know, Ethereum confirmed go below nine hundred, Bitcoin confirmed go below fifteen sixteen k, um, which are like mm. kind of you know, support levels um, in that sense. But they they have taken so long to fall below that level. It's it's quite amazing, right? And and part of me wonders whether it's because all, all everybody's coins are stuck on FTX so they can't sell. <laughs> Is that why mm. they, they, the price can't drop? Maybe. Um, <laughs> maybe, right? Or, or like they're stuck in Gemini Earn mm. and, and they can't sell. <laughs> so yes. I, I don't know. It, it, it's all a bit um, odd right now. But I mean, if, if like... Genesis and, and all that are really in trouble. It's it's not just centralized exchanges that, that are in trouble anymore, right? It, it's the whole liquidity mm. in the it's the whole liquidity in, in the crypto market and the crypto ecosystem that's going to become the problem. And with no liquidity, you can't really do speculation. That there's nothing that you know, like even if you have good news and you know to, to pump the price up, like the US just goes ah, don't worry, any exchange can. Can can operate however they want, and you know I'll I'll just punish them. I I don't know. I don't even know what would constitute good news now, right? But even if it's <laughs> good news, you know how how would you buy? Like you you don't have an exchange to on ramp to because you are yes. scared. You know how how do you convert from fiat to crypto and so that you can buy crypto, right? Because that that's yeah. your new inflows coming in that that will push the price up in in the next leg. So yeah, it, you you we're kind of stuck. You know, it's it's waiting for all these things to, to blow over. It's waiting for all the dead bodies to, to float to the surface. And hopefully for all the technical people, it's, it's time for them to put their head down and, and actually build instead of, and use cases instead of speculating, right? And with all of that, you know, maybe in a few years, again, there's no guarantee, but maybe in a few years, things pick up again. We have a new generation of coins to like gamble and speculate on and, and, I don't even know if we'll, we'll still be here talking about it, but if we are, we can talk about, oh, the, the, the new... The know, good old layer, days. The, the new DeFi summer, right? <laughs> it's a crypto winter. Right? Or, or the new like curve wars and, and try to explain what the curve wars are. just absolutely terrible. You know? so, so yeah, I, I think we are just going to be in this... Uh, well, winter, like, essentially, it's bleak, it's dark. Um, nobody really wants to be there. So, so yeah, you know, um, I, I think that's it. Right. Well, let's see how this plays out over the next three to six months. Um, nothing will happen. Yeah, three to then, six months. Like literally, nothing will happen. Right. Um. You you have a lot of headlines about FTX. Okay, crystal ball time. Right. Yeah. You have a lot of headlines about FTX. You'll see a lot of headlines about this this crypto fund dying, that crypto fund dying. I think there were a few hedge funds with like fifty percent of their capital in FTX. Right. And you go like, what the fuck? They just lost fifty percent for nothing. It's not even they trade lose, you know. The exchange went down and they lose. Yeah. So, so you know, and and this, and this is a guy who who called Luna correctly and shorted it correctly and made his name there, right? Wow. So, so so it's it's quite amazing. Um, how much will will go down? I mean, I think this cycle is done, right? There, there's nothing that can kind of pump this cycle up anymore because there's just going to be no new flows coming in. Um, mm. it, it will have to be the next bunch of use cases, the next bunch of hype and, and marketing that 
that leads to to everything you know pumping again and we can all think about early retirement again <laughs> all right so in the meantime back to work then <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah get get a job we, 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 instead of staking rewards you'll farm fiat you know <laughs> Ah, terrible (sighs) all right well well we've come to the end of the episode coconuts thanks so much this was lots of fun anthony good to be back as well yes good to have you back and we don't have to talk about china (laughs) for one week next week i think we'll have for one week next week yes yes definitely yes all right coconuts thanks so much we'll speak to you soon bye all right see you guys bye Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode with me, Rakesh, and trust that you learned something today. If you enjoyed the session and want to be part of the banter, join our community Telegram group or follow us on social media. We also have a weekly newsletter to get a digest of the news we covered. To sign up, please click the description below. As always, we love your feedback, so share that with us at hello at thefinancialcoconut.com. Thanks, and stay safe.